Keep your radio dial right here. You're locked into the hottest news station on the planet. Hot 702.5 in FM Sound. Blazing today's hip-hop, R&B, and pop music. Keeping your radio on fire. Bringing you the hottest, hottest realest, riskiest talk shows live 24-7 on Hot7025FM.com. Welcome back to Lifestyles of Love. This is our stripper edition. So we have a very <laughs> special, beautiful, amazing guest tonight by the name of Katie. Hi, friends. With a C, right? Katie with a C, yes, yes, yes. I thought that was a very interesting way you spelled your name. Um, I'm named after Dylan Thomas's wife, who's a, uh, a drunk poet. So Yeah, I knew that from Dangerous Minds. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I'm your host, Crystal, a.k.a. Crystal. <laughs> and I'm your host, Victoria. And we are, um, you know, we're going to tackle some hot topics, but we're also just going to tackle some stripper stigmas and questions mm-hmm. and just those preponderances that we've all wondered <laughs> our whole life. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, okay? And Katie also took our life of our lifestyles of love survey, so we'll get to those juicy answers. I did. Also, it was very amusing. I liked it. You liked it, right? I liked the survey. Thank I did. you. Got to the bottom of things. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> just some direct questions that aren't too invasive, but getting your business. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Vicky, how you feeling about that childish Gambino? I was just gonna, I was just gonna jump into it. Do that. Do that. Um, love. I love Childish Gambino. You loved it. I love. I do. Oh, you just love him in general. Oh, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I realized that a couple people have stated they've had to watch the video a few times. I yes, have not me had included. the. Yeah, I have not had the time to do that yet. So I've watched it once, mm-hmm. but uh, watched a couple clips also. But uh, so I need to go back and definitely watch it again and see like everything that i'm missing because it's a lot going on it's a lot it is a lot and did you take any way like did you take anything away like symbolically because there's a lot of symbolism going on there is for uh gun violence well there was a lot of references um to like jim crow jim crow so yeah because i didn't understand what was happening in the beginning like his his strange kind of peculiar dance moves but that's what they were explaining. It was like well, distraction. He was imitating a Jim Crow caricature. The yeah, like the minstrel shows. Yeah, to yeah. like distract. Right. Well, plus he did uh, like the shoot, which is like a new, new dance that I don't. It, I don't know the kids. Oh, it's like a new dance craze. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. definitely. Oh, okay. I didn't know about this. Yeah. So, um, do you do you know this, Katie? This is I'm familiar your, with your the field. Concept. This is not my field. <laughs> this is, I'm flattered that you think that this is my field, but I'm familiar with the concept of the shoot, and that's about it. Amen. Okay. Oh, I thought it was called the shoot. Is it? The t- I, I don't know. know. It's like this thing where you kick your leg out. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, one. With the elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Which seems so simple, but I can't dance. It's so. not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to do. So. No, but definitely. Um, I just, I love his, his expression, his artistry. I don't know. I just, I. I haven't formed an opinion, I have to be honest yet. I haven't formed an opinion Mm -hmm. yet. I did watch it several times today just trying to understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. I don't hate it, obviously. I think it was brave. I think it was artistic and expressive and, um, I don't know, not confusing, but thought-provoking. 
It made yeah. you think. Very, very much so. And I think he's also trying to convey the message that we are so distracted because mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on a in lot. the background. Yes. That's why you have to watch the video multiple times. Exactly. Um, that was the vibe I kind of got that it's like everyone acknowledges that things in America are very scary and fucked up and terrifying and unfair but at the same time it's like we're dancing and we're getting the bag and blah 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 and like it's almost yeah. this like franticness about it and I really like how the video ends because mm-hmm. it's sort and of there's running. this like obviously very loud reference to violence throughout the whole thing right. mm-hmm. then he jumps right back into it and there's dancing and blah 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 and there's music clearly but the video ends with him running from a mob or cops or something you can't really quite tell right. mm-hmm. and it just makes it for me like oh yeah this We're, is scary. Yeah, this is scary. And it's been scary throughout this the whole thing, real. but at the end of the day, like, actually, violence is violent and people right. die, you know? Yeah, you know, that just clicked when you said that. that that's <laughs> what it... That Because I didn't understand why it ended like that. I was like... Because mm-hmm. they were referencing the sunken place from Get Out, and I was mm-hmm. like, it didn't really feel like that. But it makes it... It makes sense that everybody's dancing, everybody's mm-hmm. distracted, all these things are going on, but at the end of the day, the black man is still like running from the cops, running from the man, running from himself or his demons or you know whatever it is that America has forsaken mm-hmm. upon him. And that we're used to it. You yeah. know? It's all just part it's of just the a joke thing now. Yeah. Like, oh, isn't it? Look, another day, another, another dance. tragedy. <laughs> like, and we see, shouldn't be used to this. Right. Right. And then that's another thing, too. It's like, I think there's so many perspectives for this video. And so the fact that one, like in one uh, scene, he's shooting someone. So that were, to mm-hmm. me, that was like kind of ISIS-ish, mm-hmm. right? And then the next he's dancing. So there's like yep. joy. I don't, you know, Immediately. So it's like and they and said out. something about the way, like how quickly he shot the guy. And they were like, look how like carefully they're handling the gun. Mm-hmm. But then the person just flew off the chair and mm-hmm. uh, they have no, and they just no regard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're handling this gun with all this care. Like somebody comes up and takes it with a cloth and like walks away very uh-huh. slowly and carefully. And it's like, there's a dead person. Well, yeah, and they just like drug that person. Hmm? The dead body. Oh, yeah. They just like. Yeah, you know, like, well, you see all this protest signs of people being like, "I hope someday I have as many rights as a gun does." You know, right? Yeah, like that kind of that like kinda a shit. gun has more rights than my vagina. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy, or my family, or whatever. Now, see, that's yeah. very interesting because I was, I was actually at the women's march here in Vegas a few months ago, and your people were out there. There were some sex workers yeah, out there protesting people. loudly, they proudly. Were. They were. They were like. One of the signs that I liked was <laughs> somebody had one that said, uh, Melania, ho to ho, mm-hmm. like, get him in his sleep. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like, that was on a sign. Um, I was like, yeah. One of my favorites is hoes before literally everybody. Boom. I like that one, too. <laughs> oh, I like that. But there was all sorts of things out there. Yeah, all the sex workers really out there representing and... Uh, there was a little bit of problematics. I wasn't there. I was out of the country at the time. Oh, okay. But um, a lot of my a lot of my community was out there, and in some ways, they felt like their voices weren't really heard, oh, or yeah. weren't really respected, or they mm. were kind of pushed to the side a little. Um, really, which I think is a problem. I mean, we can talk about this like, is the stigma. We're yeah, we about. can talk about like sex work, exclusive feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of inclusions that need to be made. Yeah, that 
I don't think we're definitely being made at mm. that march. I mean, it was awesome that they were invited. Yeah, it's awesome that they, they were given there. a place to speak. It's awesome that their voices were heard. But I still think we do have a long way to go with including totally. everybody's voice in the conversation about feminism. You know? So speaking of that, like, how did you how did you get into stripping? How long um, have you been doing it? I have been stripping for 11 years now. Wow. Isn't that You're crazy? So young. It's Oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> I started when I was 10. Isn't that <laughs> I gotcha. No, um, no, I'm 30. So I started oh. when I was 19. I was, okay. did it sporadically for a while, but I've been doing it seriously as my basic form of income, mm-hmm. as my like career mm-hmm. for like five years five years now but i've been doing it for a while so where did you start i started in new york okay um i started at it wasn't actually even officially a strip club it was like a kind of a pop-up party it was like a lesbian by it was supposed to be queer but there was a lot of like swingers and stuff okay um but it was cool it was a really good community like they really like took me under their wing like they taught me like how to do my makeup, where to buy my shoes, oh. like how to hustle. Like I was really, really fortunate. Yeah, you were um, lucky. It's now it's now defunct. I think it it was called Eve's Garden. It went it was kind of just a pop up. They found different spaces to do it. It was in Chelsea for a while and then they nice. had it out in okay. Queens for a little bit. Um so yeah, I was I was very fortunate. because um, I just got into it because I was interested. And you're actually a trained dancer. Right. That was the thing too. So I was I was a trained I still am a trained yeah. dancer. I take ballet class sometimes. Yeah, uh, girl, you got a point <laughs> that. You I take flamenco on Tuesday right. nights, okay? <laughs> um, but, so yeah, so I was sort of falling out in love with the dance art world. You were like trained since a child? Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. And then I went to conservatory in New York. So this was right after I dropped out of conservatory. Mm-hmm. And I was, I still very much loved dancing, but wasn't enamored with the art dance world. Okay. Um, for various reasons. But so stripping was kind of an outlet for me, like how can I still use my body? How can I use my sexuality? How can I use my human sexuality, exploration, feminist interests, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Also, like money is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the money. I mean, I heard. We liked money too. The money is pretty, it's, it's always been and has maintained a pretty steady flow, a good, yeah. but does it does it really like is stripping as glamorous as some people look here's the thing if be? you are a smart educated person there are ways to make more money mm-hmm. you know okay go be a fucking doctor or a right. lawyer or an investment banker or whatever these people do that they make a lot of money yes right um i like Stripping. That's mm-hmm. what's kept me in it for so long. It's you been, enjoyed it. It's been a really, I mean, lifestyle-wise, like, I'm free. Like, You're I free. do what I want, when I want. I take a month off and hmm. travel. I save my so money. So you're not obligated to come in five nope. days a week, no, 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 40 no, 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 hours a week. Especially in Vegas. I show up. My club's open 24 hours, okay. right? So I show up whenever the fuck I want. Wow. And I stay for, you got to stay for six hours. And outside okay. of that. You can go. I can work one day a year. I can work every damn night if I want. So, so they keep you on, what is that? like? Um, I'm an independent contractor. Oh, that's okay. just what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just show. Now, that's that's just Vegas. Oh. Um, New York is like that, too, but I've worked I've worked in a fair amount of cities. I've worked mm-hmm. maybe like 10 Oh, really? Cities. Miami? I haven't worked in Miami. I worked in the Keys, though. Ooh, that was hilarious. I bet you that was fun. 
Um, <laughs> yes. Different show, different show. Okay. Maybe not for the reasons you would think. Right. Um, no, it was fun. It worked in a small town in the Keys. It worked like a small fishing town in the Keys. Oh, okay. Yes. So there was some, yeah, I had some fun stories from there. It's just a lot of old, lonely dudes. So it's really? Like that's a lot the of talking. Clientele. A lot of talking. But honestly, that's mostly what sex work is, yeah. is companionship and conversation mm -hmm. and especially stripping because I don't do anything sexual with my right. clients outside of like, you know, dancing and dry humping or whatever, you know, whatever you do in strip clubs. Uh -huh. But I don't do... and. You don't do the extras. I don't do the extras, and I would say 90% of the women don't do the extras. Good. Like, don't get Good me wrong. Them. Don't get me wrong. Get your money, right? Sure, right. But Agreed. do it Agreed. in a way that it's not compromising. The rest of Everyone's the limits are different, bunch. right? Yeah. Everyone's limits are different. For me, I make enough money just talking and drinking mm -hmm. and fucking around okay. that I don't feel like that's that wasn't the right choice for me. But for some women, it is. My big thing is just if you are gonna trick, do it outside the club. Do it outside the club. On I don't your own want time. some guy being like, right. I just got a forty dollar hand job. Right. What are you gonna do? What are you for gonna me? do? And when that does happen, I say that's fine. Go get another one from Call that her. same girl if that's what you want. This is what I offer. Here are my services. Okay. If that's not what and you people, want, do people like request you specifically? It's that not doesn't like happen. That. Okay, in, especially in Vegas. Okay, especially in these huge clubs. It's rare if I see the same guy more than once. Really? Um, oh yeah. Well, this there is a like tourist regulars? town. Oh, People do have regulars. I don't like regulars. Uh -huh. um, it's too much emotional labor for me. Oh, have you ever had a regular? Interesting. I have had one semi-regular, uh -huh. and he was awesome. This was in Vegas. He came through maybe two or three times. And he was just a nerd. He was a great, like an actual nerd. He was like into comic books and shit. Um, uh -huh. He was so sweet and so respectful. And we would just get wasted and sing karaoke for five hours. Oh, wow. He just wanted a friend. He just wanted a friend. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's mostly what it that's is. That's what it is. People are lonely. You know, this yep. is America. Everyone's in their cars and their apartments. And they're like on the fucking right. social media. You just want you know? some interaction people with a real person. People want contact. Yeah, people want to be looked in the eye. People want somebody to drink with. People mm. want... Um, um, connection, you know? Yeah, I also And that's read, what I love. That's what I like doing it. You know? I read that um, there was this female anthropologist who spent six years being a stripper. Mm -hmm. And she basically said that many men used her services because it wasn't, like, bad enough behavior to get in trouble with your wife. Right. So right. it allowed them to, like, let their hair down without cheating. Yeah. I they could be themselves. They could just cut loose, drink, mm -hmm. smoke, do drugs, whatever. I think sex workers save a lot of marriages. Save honestly. marriages and maybe lives. Like, if I was the type of person that monogamy was a, a thing that I was doing, mm -hmm. if I was in a monogamous relationship, I would feel much more comfortable with my partner going out and getting the services of a professional rather than going to a bar and talking Meeting to some anybody. random person. Right. And that's what I tell my people at work, too. They're like, no, 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 I have a wife. I'm like, baby, everyone's in here is married. That's mm -hmm. why they're fucking here. Mm. Like, when, like this is... This is a professional it's thing. Professional. I'm not going to text you in the morning. Right. I'm not going to hit you up. I'm not going to be weird. And I don't want to know your kids' names. Although, if you want to talk about your kids, I'll sure. talk about your kids. <laughs> like, you know, it's. I think it's 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 good to have it's good to have those things compartmentalized. Yeah, but know? definitely, have you ever ex experienced or seen like maybe one of your uh, coworkers, mm -hmm. like where the men just 
didn't have a boundary like it started off you know okay and then you mean like have people gotten gone too far in the club or just like okay so it's it starts off maybe with like a regular uh-huh. you know because that does become sometimes oh yeah of course relationship, oh people right? get stalkers all the time oh yeah, yeah. that's one stalkers. of the reasons too that i don't really i don't give out my number unless it's for like you know private parties or i don't do private parties no i okay. stay in the club the only reason i give him my number is if i have a client that i really really trust that i know he wants to come back or um if there's like a large party of people i get a kickback for bringing people in right okay. but i don't i don't generally text with people like if you're cool and we have a connection then um yeah sure whatever we can like stay in touch but i'm not talking to these people if it's not business related you know, and I think a lot of people do. I think that can be difficult. Um, mm. People take on more emotional labor than they should. Right. People, uh, you know, people people do more than they should sometimes. I think girls get caught up. Uh-huh, so, but uh-huh. I haven't seen a lot of that. Honestly, I was just going to ask, happens, like, what happens when like somebody comes in that you actually are attracted to, and they and they are like, you know, they're with a group of guys, it's a bachelorette, mm-hmm. or a bachelor party, or something of that nature, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're actually somebody who I find attractive that I would date. Then I take their number. Okay. I've met people at work, absolutely. Oh. I mean. It's not illegal for you to do that. Not if I'm charging them. That's what people say, how much to oh. have sex? I say, baby, it's free, but I have to really like you. <laughs> you know? like, That's a great answer. Like, I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not going to charge people for sex, but no. if I meet, some, or not even for sex, for a date. Like, if I if I meet somebody that I genuinely like at work, right. if I want to go out and have a drink or a meal, and it doesn't happen a lot, right? It's right. happened maybe once or twice a right. year. Well, because some people's workplaces, it's like, it's not allowed, there's no dating, don't date the customers, basically. You know what I'm saying? I mean... So I, in your line of work, it's cool. I don't I don't know if it's cool, but <laughs> I'm an independent contractor, like right. I said. Oh, okay, so that's, what, that's the difference. I can do what you whatever want. you I want. I can do what I want, yeah. you know? Within um, the confines of that place and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be going on radio shows <laughs> telling people that's right. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Whoops. <laughs> But no, it's like it's like any social environment, right? You know, right. if I have a connection with somebody, sure, let's hang out, right? So, what about are there there is a such thing as a house feed? I didn't realize this. Oh yeah, so it's I didn't know I didn't know again independent existed. contractors. It's the same as like if I was a hairdresser, I'm technically renting the, the club chair or yeah, I'm renting the, the chair or, or the club right. or whatever. Okay. So every time I walk into work, and every town is different, every club is different, but every time I walk into work. I give the club a hundred bucks and then everything else they make is my money. Now, if a manager hooks me up or if I want to tip somebody out for help, mm-hmm. then that's my prerogative, right? Okay. But I am only required to pay the house fee. And Nevada, especially Vegas, is very careful about that because there have been a lot of class action lawsuits mm-hmm. where specifically clubs in New York um, have been sued for treating their entertainers like employees when they're actually legally independent contractors. Got it. So I actually got a settlement check from a club a few years ago from like 10 years back mm-hmm. for, what well, it wasn't anything crazy, it was like 30 bucks or something, but yeah. because I had worked there. Okay. Um, so Vegas especially is very conscious about not getting sued. Yeah, they, they can't, be, they they can't deal with that. that. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the differences from Vegas compared to other places that you've danced? Um, Vegas, 
and this may surprise people to hear this, but Vegas is one of the cleanest cities I've ever worked in. I believe that. Yeah, because yeah. they have to be. It's the right. business, and everybody's you know? coming here, and they're gonna talk. Right. Yeah. They're going to go home and talk. You know, they talk about it on Instagram. And I feel a little bad when these tourists come in because they're like, this is Vegas. This is Sin City. Yeah. I'm like, babe, go back to your, <laughs> go back to whatever little shitty town that you came from in the middle of Pennsylvania because uh-huh. I guarantee you can get a $50 hand job there. That's not going to happen here. You know? Lord, <laughs> like, you're right. Because that's the business. Yeah. You know? So they can't really be, um, they can't be fucking around too much. So do you, you know? do you, I heard that lap dancing is like illegal here. But it's not enforced. Like you're not allowed. Like there was like a I've definitely had an actual. Dance. <laughs> no. Like in, I think it was or 2002. Two. They like well they they labeled it as illegal, but they said that it's rarely enforced here because I be probably because what you're saying where it's clean. There are bouncers. People are around. There's not a whole lot of um, compromising going on. It could be something on the books that says yeah. lap dance is illegal, right. so we call them table dances or something. Right, exactly I don't, what I'm saying. I, okay. I don't know the specifics of the Nevada cabaret licensing laws, mm-hmm. although I'm sure I have them in a contract somewhere. We could go look it up. <laughs> I like that shit. <laughs> um, fun fact. Yeah. Um, Iceland actually banned strip clubs. I saw that, but actually I think they're back in. They had a really? female prime minister, oh. and she was doing this whole feminism push. Uh, so I don't know if that's, like, I'm a feminist, and I mm-hmm. think strip clubs are great, but um, that was her decision at the time. Yeah, because I, th- I think they said it was an immoral act to profit from someone's body. That yeah, was why. So back what? Then, that was, this was only 2014. workers should be illegal? Like, they're using their body to make money. Like, what are you talking about? Modeling should be illegal? Like, That's true. Like, where exactly. do you draw the line? That's exactly. bullshit. Exactly. I mean, look, I don't know the ins and outs of the whole Icelandic case. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with any feminist thing, sometimes you got to take two steps forward and one step back. So if that was that, was that woman's decision at the time, I'm sure she had her reasons. Um but no, that's a bullshit reason because you can't use your body. Like what? Like we're all it's we're all like disembodied orbs floating around. Like we use our body for everything. Like to do everything. Yeah, literally. you know, unless you literally do work in tech, then you you need your body. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Any other plaguing questions? Vicky? So, I heard that there was a stripper strike mm. in New York. Yeah. So, the stripper strike, this was about a year ago. This is run by a lovely woman named Giselle Marie. Mm-hmm. And the stripper strike was really a, uh, basically bringing awareness to just racism and colorism in the strip club industry. Specifically, she's talking about a lot of clubs in Queens where the cocktail waitresses were making a lot of the tips or basically splitting up the tips in a way that it was supposed to be going towards the dancers. And generally the cocktail waitresses were more light-skinned, had big Instagram followings, um, and then like the more dark-skinned dancers were not getting good shifts, were not getting good stage time. Um, I mean, racism in the sex industry is a huge fucking thing. Yeah, Um, how? Why? Well, think about it. Think about it. It... So we can say, oh, people have types, right? Like, uh-huh. I can't walk into a bank and be like, I want a male teller or else, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But I can walk into a strip club and be like, I want an Asian girl. Yes. 
you know? So that's kind of where but it begins. But isn't that begins. more preference than necessarily, like, racism? Right, right. That's yeah. how it begins. Oh, okay. But right. then it definitely turns into a fucking slippery slope where people are just saying, like, oh, well, we want only blondes or we don't want any mm. dark-skinned women on this shift, blah, 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 blah. And it's just using that logic to enable people's racist bullshit, I you know? See. But the strippers strip. Right, and mm-hmm. then the bartenders make the exactly. drinks. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so they so shouldn't be getting saying that people are right. people are spending all their money on their drinks, but they're not paying. Wasn't the even the drinks. No, no, no. The, the cocktail waitresses were literally getting rained on. Right. So they would. Oh. So for example, so this this are they like dancing or? I mean, flirting? they're wearing bikinis, right? Mm-hmm. They're being sexual. They're flirting, but that's not their job. And look, I have a lot of cocktail waitress friends. I always encourage tip your waitress, tip your waitress, tip me, tip your waitress, tip everybody. Like, throw your money all around. But the problem with the stripper strike and what Giselle was addressing is that the waitresses were getting more attention for the wrong reasons and they were taking the money away from the woman from the women who were right. working hard putting their actual asses were out actually there. putting their asses out and not that I mean the waitresses outfits are fucking skimpy as hell too so um Right. It was and, and it was management was enabling it. You know, okay. management was basically doing that thing that they do, where they put women against women, mm. and then watching it all explode, and then stepping. That's back, what it is, right you know? there. There it is. So I mean, yeah, that's really that's really what it fucking is. Um, so yeah, that's that's so is that, that still going on last year? Um, I believe just Giselle's still an activist. She's still doing her thing. Um, I'm not sure what the status of the stripper strike is now. I don't think they were actually striking. I think yeah, it like was they more weren't out on the streets. rallying cry. Yeah. Cause I was in New York um, at the time and they weren't like out. Yeah, I was with in the New York March. for a little bit of that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. Okay. The big thing that I want to make sure I talk about, which we talked about a little before, the the, the thing on the table is the whole Sesta Fosta debate. Right. Yes. Let's talk about which this. is which I've been yelling about on my Instagram. So all everybody that's here, maybe <laughs> knows about it. Already. What's your Instagram but, again? Um, I'm not gonna tell you because oh. I do oh. have people that I don't want to know. Oh. So what that I'll do sense. is I'll give my. Mm, I'm going to think about how it. I want to do this. Yeah, we can I'm going to give you the information at the end to get to the, all the general activism stuff, but I don't want to put in my personal okay. info just because I don't... That makes sense. I know who's on my shit, exactly. but I, my account's private. So. Respect. Um, just because people be crazy. Yeah. You know? Amen. Um, anyway, so SESTA FOSTA, this is this bill. Uh, it's two, SESTA's the... One's the House ones and one's the Senate one. Basically, the idea is it was put in place to stop sex trafficking, right? Which right. is good. Right. Sex trafficking, bad, bad. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like so many, you know, roads to hell paved mm-hmm. in good intentions, uh, this ended up actually having terrible, terrible consequences. So basically, what it did is it said anything illegal that's put on websites specifically backpage became the scapegoat right if i'm on backpage backpage is a website that uh escorts and doms and uh sex workers use to advertise their services Uh right and what's great about it is that you can advertise to a large public without having to go through a middleman right so you don't need a pimp Right. You don't need a pimp. Um, a lot of pimps use it, and that's how a lot of these traffic girls ended up on there, exactly. right? And and also, just want to define trafficking. Trafficking is not like being stolen from your country and smuggled into the states. Trafficking can be like falling in with a bad boyfriend who's yep. pimping you out. Trafficking can be a lot of different things, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
So basically what happened is they're trying to shut down. No, they did. They shut down Backpage. They shut down all of the online sources that people were advertising on. But also they shut down a lot of the resources that help people get out of trafficking, right? They shut down all of the websites that help escorts screen people. So there were a series of websites saying, you know, this this trick is bad, this trick is dangerous, this guy's good, this pimp is bad, blah, 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 blah. So all those resources are gone. All of the, um, a lot of the activism resources to help people get information on how to get out of the game, those are all gone. Also, Things like Craigslist personals, that's gone now. I'm sure FetLife is probably gone now. Um, even little things like you can't even put hashtag curvy girls on Instagram anymore. Because, I don't understand that one. Right. It's a slippery fucking slope. Because basically what FOSTA SESTA did is it says, okay, I can go on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, before this passed, I could go on Instagram and say, I'm selling weed or I'm selling pussy or whatever the fuck I'm doing. And they... I can get in trouble, but Instagram can't get in trouble. Now mm -hmm. I go on Instagram and I say I'm doing this, that, and the other thing, and Instagram can get in trouble. So it's a money thing, right? Totally. Because now they can sue the big fish instead of the little fish. Um, mm. But it's made things the exact opposite, right? People wanted it to protect people that have been trafficked, but it's just making it so much worse because a lot of girls are now being pushed back out onto the streets. Now they have to work with pimps. A lot of traffickers were busted through Backpage. Now it's just all underground again, right? Oh, so yeah. well, it still exists. Right, absolutely. Yeah, Prostitution yeah, gonna is still going to exist. Oh, yeah, this is the oldest always. profession. Yeah, it's the oldest in profession. It's going to be the last one. Yep. You know, like you can't, you can't do anything about it. It is. Um, nor should you. I think, you know, between consenting adults, right. yes. like right. a There's lot a of this, it's absolutely. a business. A lot of people that I know are, you know, happily consenting sex workers. And there are a lot of people that, yeah, that are trafficked and now they can't get those resources either. It's also a free speech issue. Like normal people should right. care That's about this about. because now you're limiting what you can say. Mm -hmm. Also, it's like the marginalized communities, like the queer community is hit by this. Like, um, people are getting deported because of this. People are getting killed right. because of this. People are yeah, like people are getting dying. hurt because of this. People's, people can't feed their families because mm. of this. And you can't, they're circling the wagons, you know? Yeah. Like, they start with the marginalized communities and they move out, you know? Um, so I feel mm. like, I, as a legal sex worker, yeah. have a major responsibility to talk about this and speak about this because I, I'm not going to get arrested, right? This right. doesn't directly affect me. Right. But indirectly, maybe, it does. I, I mean, maybe, yeah, more girls that were working in the hotels are maybe going to be coming into the club and trying to solicit, so that's going to bring in more vice or right. it's going to saturate the market. I haven't seen a lot of that yet, but I, I'm sure it will happen. But it's not directly affecting me, but it is directly affecting a lot of people that can't speak. It's a catch, it's a catch 22, right? right? Their job is still illegal. So it's not like they can petition and be like, hey, we need our resources back because your job's still illegal. But I, as someone who's in the industry who is not directly affected, and because I have privilege, because I'm conventionally pretty, and I'm white, and I'm cis, and I chose to go into this, and I'm like, my money's okay, and like, I work for myself, like, I think, Strippers especially, but anyone that, that really can speak about this, even if you're an Instagram model, like mm -hmm. you're making money off yeah, your sexuality totally and are. your business might be fucked up. 
you might not be able to post those lingerie pictures right. anymore because of this. Right. You right. might not be able yeah, to Yeah, what about Rihanna? Your, yeah, your show, this very fucking show that we're shooting right now, yeah. you might not be able to do in a month or two because mm. we're talking about sex and we're talking about prostitution and we're talking mm-hmm. about even just alternative styles of love. Life. Like, yeah. you, like Backpage, I mean, not Backpage, Craigslist. Craigslist Personals right. is shut down, which is okay in a big crazy. city like this, but can you imagine if you're in a small town in middle America somewhere right. and, and you're a closeted around. queer person? Yeah. That was your community, mm. right? Like now, you're right. You're right. Fucking gone. That's you huge. Know? You're right. So everyone should really care about this issue. It's a free speech issue. It's a feminist issue. It's a immigrant issue. It, it covers so many fucking things, and people aren't really talking about it. Do you, you know? so? Do you feel like this um, maybe has gained so much notoriety because you know? Okay, years ago there was just gay people, right? Mm-hmm. So just you know, gay people fighting for gay rights and things like mm-hmm. that, right? So now they've legalized gay marriage, somewhat, gay adoption. things like that. Right, but now there, you've got so many, uh, like with pansexuality, like there's so many labels mm-hmm. that people have, so now they just have to like attack mm. everybody. Um, like everybody I, can get it now. I think it's a general conservative backlash. There's been some conspiracies that's like, oh, this is, we're getting punished because of Stormy Daniels, but the timing doesn't actually really line up for that. But um, <laughs> I like that conspiracy. Theory. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but oh, so we're doing a yes, we're doing a march. That? There's when a march. There's a rally. Um, it's an international thing. So June second, since the '70s, has been the International Whores Day, right? There international was International Whores Day. Day. Okay. This has been in 1975. A group of prostitutes in Lyon, France, were protesting ble- uh, police brutality and mistreatment, and they occupied a church, and they all had the red parasols. So now, if you see a red umbrella, that's a symbol of like sex work oh, activism. Okay. Um, so, International Horse Day has been around forever, but in America now, we're really rallying, and a bunch of cities are doing rallies and marches on June 2nd. In Las Vegas, it's going to mm-hmm. be June 2nd, it's going to be 10 a.m., uh, we're meeting downtown, and the website is IWD18.org. So that's International Whores Day 18, IWD18.org. Okay. Also, if you're in other cities, a really good resource to find out more about this is Survivors Against SESTA, and ESTA is S E S T A. That'll plug you into all of the uh, national marches. There's a big one in DC, of course. Of course. New York, LA, um, Oakland, San Francisco. There's a few Just other everywhere. Ones. I mean, this yeah. is this is affecting people everywhere. So we really we really just so we need, need people your help. to come. Like that's the biggest thing you can do. Just like we like we're organizing, yes. we're doing our thing. Like, you're right. This I is a feminine a, issue. This is a This is a free speech this issue. This is a free man. speech this issue. Is, this this is, is civil liberties. Court. This yes, is a first civil amendment rights. right. Like we you can't say certain things now. And you really just sh- I mean, it's 2018. Like, you can't tell somebody who to have in their bed or not to have in their vagina or... Damn straight. I mean, you just can't do that anymore. <laughs> yes. And I understand I understand where the base of it lies. You know, we're, mm-hmm. trying, to, we're trying to stop something that is illegal, that is terrible, mm-hmm. that's happening to young women every day. They're getting... And men. Men are trafficked. And men. Yeah. And men, I'm sorry. And, that and are, everyone that are literally... <laughs> it's literally still happening. And so I get that. Yeah. But... 
it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're taking there's, one thing away. There's now there's this a, other issue over here now. Yeah. And, and you, like you said, people are dying. And I feel for the women that because this was began by mothers of girls that were trafficked, mm-hmm. right? And I mm-hmm. get their perspective. It's like you know their daughters get kidnapped and they see them on Backpage and they're like, how can this website exist? Let's right. shut it the fuck down. Okay. So from their perspective, like I exactly. get it. Like exactly. you want to protect your children. We want to protect your children too. This is not protecting this is your not children. Protecting. This is not the way to this do it. This is literally it. throwing them yeah. out to the wolves. Yeah. To just let the Quite whole literally. thing. Quite literally. Yeah. So yeah, iwd18.org and Survivors Against Sesta. Like Thank everybody, you, come out, come out, come out, come this out. This is amazing. I didn't even know this was happening. Anything. So I if you like that corn, if you like, if yeah. you like me, yeah, corn <laughs> guys. Corn <laughs> is sex work. Um, yes. Although it's legal, it's legal, sex so work. that's going to be around for a while. Right. Porn's not going to be hit yet, but give it time. They're circling yet the wagons. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. please so, don't take the porn. Yeah. Don't take the porn. <laughs> don't take, um, don't we take need that. So I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know get a little light, a little lighthearted in here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about your surveys. I think you have some very interesting answers here. Um, we asked, would you date a handicapped person? And you said yes. Sure. Um, and you don't even need Im- any more info than that. I mean, are they cool? Like, who are they? Of course they're like, cool. Can we talk? Oh, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie basically maintains that she'll date anybody as long as they're not a cheater. Yeah, I don't want to get involved. So, so Crystal's survey here, she gives me this awesome survey. It's like, would you date a handicapped person? Would you date a person who doesn't speak English? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. Would you date a... Whatever, all these people, mm-hmm. right? And basically, I'll say... I'll date anybody if they're cool, except for someone who is cheating. I don't right. want. I don't. I don't like lying. I don't like dishonesty. Mm-hmm. I I will date you if I am dating your spouse as well, or if you're mm-hmm. in an open relationship right. and That's I different. can look your spouse in the eye and be like, "Is this cool? Right. Like, give me." Like, is this really what's going on? Because people walk around saying that, like, they're in an open relationship, but they're not. We get in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, one, I don't want that kind of Right. I don't want to keep your secrets. I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Also, it, it comes out one way or another. It you does. Know? You're so, right. yeah, I'll date. Sure, if they're okay. cool. I'll, I'll like date that. anybody. Right. Um, you also said yes to someone who's been incarcerated, and you said you have. I have dated someone who's been incarcerated. So how does that work? I mean, you were, they were like prison bay, and you were like putting money on the books and writing oh, no, letters no, no, no. and stuff? Oh, no, 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 he wasn't incarcerated at the time. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> but but he has been, like, you were together, he went and okay. came out. No, he, oh. I didn't understand the question. I'm sorry. Meaning, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'm He sorry. had been incarcerated. Although, Like honestly, it had happened before. You know what, I would... There was two questions on there that I had to think about. One is yeah. someone who's been incarcerated, and one is someone who's had a serious drug addiction. Yes. And in my experience, those can both be tricky things to navigate because uh, once you've been institutionalized, mm. that really uh, changes you. Changes you. Yeah. Uh, and once you've dealt with serious addiction, that really changes you and there is the fear of relapse um but if you've got your shit under control like this individual i was with was had not really readjusted to the real world he had a lot of shit going on mm-hmm. some of it's just ptsd from yes. his terrible upbringing right so i'm sure some of it was institutionalized so you gotta deal with some of it was just mental illness mm-hmm. so how long did that relationship last <sighs> too fucking long oh. too long <laughs> Cheers. About that. like three, three, three and a half years. Yeah, that was. Okay. But that was that was a fucked up relationship too. Okay. That was 
there was a lot going on with that that I definitely learned a lot from and I learned That's a right. lot of things that I'm not gonna do anymore and I learned Turned all your ills into lessons. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. So has your has have you ever had like a relationship be affected by your job by being a stripper? Like one that you lost or you weren't able to You know it's funny. Um I knew you were gonna ask this question and I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like I've been stripping for basically almost Excuse me. Almost as longer as I, almost as long as I've been dating, uh-huh. so <laughs> I've kind of like grown in both ways at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that my one of the reasons my first relationship ended was because of my job. There were a lot of reasons that. But you were already ended. dancing before the relationship. I or? started dancing halfway through the relationship. Okay. Um, and that I mean there were a lot of reasons that yeah. we shouldn't have been together, but right. that was also difficult for her. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, stripping it, I think has really made me a lot better in relationships in hmm. a lot of ways because it's taught me about communication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taught me like how to feel people's energy more. Like basically that's what I do. It's a sales job at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So you're going around and you gotta and you're read feeling people. like how, where, you know, is this person feeling me? Like how, you yeah. know, how much time All do they want to spend? reading people, blah, 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 blah. their signs or signals. Absolutely. I think it's made me a better lover too, just cause I'm dealing with people's bodies all the time right you know so i can start to figure out like i mean everybody's different it's not like you can just plop in the formula and be like oh they like it when i do this blah 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 right right right. (laughs) but it has taught me um just how to listen more with my body and do you find that you're more are you more of a like a are you more sexualized i don't know if that's maybe an ironic question and it's obvious but what do you mean like, are you super slutty because... No, I think actually stripping I mean. made me less slutty because right. I was really slutty okay. before I started stripping. Mm-hmm. I was out of fucking control. Oh. And then when I started stripping, it's like I had a channel to put that into so I could go to work and I could be slutty and I could be like, here's my tits, blah, blah, oh. blah, blah. Oh, that's so then when I went home, like, You didn't I, need to do it. Yeah, I got was that your partner out of disappointed system. then at that point? Because in their minds, they kind of built you up to be... Oh, you mean people that I've been with since? Yeah. Uh, yeah, know, that's interesting because right, cause I don't know. They think they're bringing a like girl a home who knows how to dance and knows how to be very sexual. I mean, right? I do and all you may that be, oh, okay. too. Like, don't get me wrong, right mm-hmm. place. I think I just mean out in the real world. Yeah, like I can. I'm still, of course, like sexual and in tunes and I mean, it depends on the it depends on who depends I'm on with. Person, right. right, depends on the person. But um, I think just like. Stripping gave me that outlet, so I was I'm a little bit more reserved. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get like me you wrong. don't mind being because when you're stripping, you're uh-huh. in control of the situation. That's right. So maybe you don't mind being a little bit more dominated in the bedroom. Depends on the person. Just depends, it on, totally the person. depends okay. on the person. You know, my work life and my sex life are are very different. Oh right, because you date yeah. men and women, mm-hmm. and you're an equal opportunity lover. I'm an equal opportunity lover. So <laughs> I would imagine it probably is different. It's definitely going to be different um, depending if you're dating a female or a male. Mm-mm. You just mean no. person in general. It just depends on the person in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I could be. No, it depends on the person. You know. And that's interesting too. Like, do you get a lot of female patrons? I wish. <laughs> I was gonna say like, where do girls go? No, okay. To watch so, girls without men is that a thing? That's why my first club that. failed, man. Because women don't pay for sexuality the way men do. Because we you're don't right, have to. You're right. But the men will pay for it for the women. Right. We get couples. Yeah. I love couples. I do love couples. Okay. I love it when they're cool. Sometimes yeah. you get like, 
sometimes you get annoying couples who are just there because the girl's like, let's do something fun to spice up our relationship. But she's yeah. not into girls or she's insecure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just weird. But like, Old swinger couples are my favorite because they like they've been around. They know <laughs> they've this seen some shit. shit. They've been to Jamaica and like been on fucking nude cruises and like all that shit that crazy old swinger stuff, people yeah. do. You know, mm-hmm. um, so they're the best. Yeah, I do like them when they're a little bit older because they have more experience. Um, but like in terms of like lesbians, mm-hmm. uh, of course, yeah, of course we get oh, lesbians. Yeah, of course. We get couples. We get. But it's just not the sa- it's not the same for women. Like women don't go to strip clubs to unwind, to relax, to get that away. Does. Like that's just not. We get honestly, we we get dancers that come in. That's oh, really fun. Like if dancers are visiting from out of town, because they know what to do that too. Makes sense. You know, they get a table, they get a bottle, they got money, they throw money on stage, they all get dances. They're very. Can they come into town and dance for the night? Um, I mean, there's a lot of paperwork in Vegas, but mm-hmm. yeah, if you get your sheriff's card and stuff, sure, oh. come on down, right? I did. I, I remember there being like a stripper train that came from LA to Vegas a long time ago. Like they did it stripper on the weekends. Train. They would leave. Oh. I don't know if it was a bus or that. It, it literally like could have been thing. Greyhound, well, but it was like they would come into <laughs> they would come from LA into Vegas Friday night, and they would work and party mm-hmm. all the way until Monday morning and go home with thousands of dollars. Like No, that's a thing. A lot and of, they didn't work when they were in LA. They just lot, yeah. came and worked on the weekends. A lot of women a lot of women come in from out of town for the weekends. Absolutely. Just for the weekend. Yeah. I don't know about a stripper train though. That sounds fun. Oh I think I think that was just like the terminology, you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Like the trains oh, the leaving the, the trains migration. leaving Barstow. The ladies, like a get get on. On. No no no. Yeah if you wanna see yeah, go take like a Thursday night flight from LAX to Vegas and you see a lot of girls in oh. sweatpants with their hair and messy buns. Look at just ready. <laughs> okay, I also have a question about is there like stripper slang? Do you guys have like terminology that nobody else knows so that you can talk about oh, people? Um, so you know, like that's a creeper in the corner. This guy doesn't tip. This guy's a he only likes Asians. Oh, this would be great. I I wish that you know what this this is the problem. I been doing it too long it's all just normal words to me now mm-hmm. so i might say something that you'll be like what does that mean well i looked up one that said oh a raincoater is a customer who doesn't care too much about the looks of a stripper sure oh, you never I've heard never, that no i never heard that. <laughs> what did, you get this <laughs> duh the internet <laughs> my girls are my girls here is anyone heard raincoater raincoater yes no. <laughs> she's Maybe. like what is she talking about i don't about? know um, people call customers testies sometimes. That's all I got. No, this is not um, the juice that I want. This is not the juice. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We basically just use, like, the same words that normal women use. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's an asshole. Like, dirty. Or this guy's daddy. Or... Daddy. Or zaddy. Zaddy. I was about to say, do you use those zaddy? <laughs> Using the Z? Or, like, I don't use the Z. Because I'm... I don't know what it means. Our friend, um... <laughs> our friend, our mutual friend, um... He wanted me to shout him out. Blunt Poppy. This fucking blunt poppy again. Uh, blunt poppy. <laughs> Our mutual friend. Oh, hey, blunt poppy. Wait, why are you? I'm not calling Thank you that. You. Thank you. <laughs> you hear blunt that, blunt poppy? Blunt poppy. Um, Get your shit together, blunt poppy. I mean, we love you. But we love you. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question for you. Has stripping skewed your vision of men or women? Like when they get into the club, maybe they act you know a what? fucking fool. Honestly, this is counterintuitive, but stripping has kind of made me um, more affectionate towards men because I see them more just like big horny babies. Little boys, right? Just, you guys are so 
dumb with your fucking, you know, your money and your what does it mean to be a man and your machismo and stuff. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, I think I, I think I, I was very anti-man before I started dancing. I thought oh. all men were trash and blah, 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 blah. And I think stripping in some ways has made me, I mean, it's just people. I think at the end of the day, you're just interacting with people. It humanizes people more. Mm-hmm. But um, in a lot of ways, I think I'm more just compassionate. I think also that's just getting older, too. I'm just more compassionate with everyone. Okay, that was the question yeah. I was going to ask. Like, so what? what's next? Like, what happens when a stripper gets older? Um... Honestly, look, I'm 30, right? Okay, all right. When I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to have to stop by the time I'm 30 because mm-hmm. I'm going to be an old woman. Oh, no, make, honey. I make more and more money every year. Because here's the right. thing. Here's the thing. The guys that are like, you know, 60s with mm-hmm. money, their daughters are 22, right? Ooh. They When I tell them I'm 30, they're like, oh. I don't feel so bad about this. Yeah. Or like, you know, I've got a little more world experience now. I can talk to you for a little. I got a house. Like, yeah. I know. Like, I've traveled. Yeah. I can have uh, interesting antics. Which isn't to say that younger women don't have that. But, uh, you know, the older you are, the more time you've had on this earth. Right. Right. Um, so, like, next for me, because I am going to have to stop at some point. I mean, I mean, do you? What? Who's the oldest stripper? Do you know? Oh, my God, girl. I used to work with this girl in Reno. She was 50 years old. Oh, she wow. was the top earner. I she bet she was. So much money. Oh, my God. I mean. Because she, she knew what the fuck she, she knew what the fuck she was like, doing. Do you have to stop? Is there a, is there well, a, my is short there a time answer, you're supposed to? No, when you don't want to anymore. Like, right. my short answer is, when people ask me this in the club, because this is sort of an annoying question at the club, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do after this? My response is, well, hopefully fucking nothing, yeah, right? I mean, hopefully my ass lot. will be retired. But why is somebody asking that in the club? Like, just shut up. Because they <laughs> don't understand. Because it's, it, no, because they're trying to make conversation and they don't realize that that's kind of offensive. It's just a very personal question. Yeah, like, right. I don't ask you how much money you make. Right. right. Like, I don't ask you, like, what your wife thinks about you being here. Right. Like, <laughs> that's a good question, too. You know, like, you, this personal. is what I say. I say, baby, if you want to ask me personal questions, we need to go to VIP. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, there you go. There you go. There you, you go. But no, but, that makes but sense. so to answer your question, like, um, I mean, I'm very interested in the arts, right? Like, I worked an art museum here for a while so maybe like something curatorial maybe i mean something I mean, art. i've always like i am a real dancer a master's in sales by the i do i mean that's this. the thing too i can go to grad school and i could i have a degree right i'm very and fortunate i have do, a degree like pay their way Absolutely. through college doing this yeah. right this is yeah, a legit yeah. pay your way through college mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not ideal in your mom and dad's mind. But you know what? But you know what? Yeah. I want to do a shout out to my parents right now. Shout out. Because they have been so fucking awesome. Yeah, what's the relationship with your parents? In the beginning, in the beginning, like it was definitely a learning curve for them. Mm -hmm. But they have become just like so supportive and so active. And like the more that they've seen that like this is something that I care about. And like this has allowed me to travel, and this has allowed me to make money, and this has allowed me to be my own boss. Like they see the benefits, and they've become they've in their own right. Like they've had to be more they've had to be more proactive than me because everybody in my world 
knows what I do. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, you know, I hate Yeah, you're not ashamed. Cool. You call yourself a stripper. Right. It's all good. But if it's like my parents go to a fucking dinner party or whatever, right. and it's like, oh, what's Katie up to? They have to come out over and over and over. I got it. And they have to come out not Defending as you. the ashamed parents, right. but they have to defend me. And they have to be like, and they have been fucking awesome with that I am so fortunate like most women cannot be out with what they do and even if they are out there's some friction but no my parents are the best they're like that's awesome because they see it for what it is shout out to mom and dad shout out to mom and dad shout out to supportive moms and dads you know because mm -hmm. this is no disrespect against you but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of especially in the black community with black fathers who are present in their daughter's lives it's always like keep your daughter off the pole Mm -hmm. that's like the that's the end game that's the goal in life keep your daughter off the pole and so we are trying to destigmatize that mm-hmm. thing because a woman Thank you. if she's grown mm-hmm. we're not talking about underage people okay yeah. if she's Never. grown up enough to make the decision to vote to mm-hmm. go into the army um she has the right to say i feel like doing this right. job and being in this industry and i shouldn't have to be ashamed mm-hmm. right. because somebody like samuel L. jackson had a daughter who became a stripper and it like huh? tainted it was t- it tainted his name and it tainted her and mm. I don't think she's ashamed of it. But he's Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. So it's like it taints his image somewhat. And I don't know. I, I mean, I never heard him speak on it, so I don't know what his actual stance on it was. But I imagine it wasn't great. I mean, go ahead. No, because it, it's, it's not like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just doing this so I can get from underneath my parents. Like, mm-hmm. you actually enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. that's what you say. You know what I mean? Like, you actually enjoy it. So, like, what the fuck <laughs> is the problem? I do difference. think I'm rare. Like, I don't mm. want to, I don't want to give the image that, like, everybody in this industry is, like, a feminist and free and blah, blah, blah. Because a true. lot of women are in bad situations. I was in a They're bad oppressed. situation. There I was in a bad situation for years. Strippers. Girl, I fucked up my money. Yeah. Oh, my God. I uh-huh. was with this fucking guy for a long fucking time. I fucked up, I fucked up my money real bad. Um, but... I got back on my feet so fast. You can go from zero to hundred right. so fast. So, but Quick I do want to say, like, I am very, very privileged. Like, I have a degree. I can leave whenever I fucking want. Like, I chose to be here. A lot of women do not have the freedom that I do. A lot of women do this because they don't have other options, because they're forced to, because... Right. Not so much in Vegas, but because you know they they can't work legally in this country, so sex work is the only thing that's available to them. There are a lot of like it's a huge like queer problem. It's a huge people of color problem. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people that can't get hired in other places are forced into sex work just because it's their only option. Like I I definitely want to acknowledge that like I Thank think you. I am perhaps you're a, a minority. Breed. You're you know? a rare breed. But, but we are out there. There are like happy, empowered yes, feminist city. strippers out there. Amen. You know? So it's a spectrum. It's definitely a spectrum. So yeah, y'all, next time you at the strip club, you know, yeah. tip well. Yes. Ask yeah. the woman about herself. Make sure you ain't just slapping her around and making her feel like garbage. Or, because you know or these just are people. ask consent. That's it. If you there want you to go. slap her around, say, can I smack your ass and throw some money on it? And I will say, yes, of course. Thank you for asking. See, it's that <laughs> easy, ladies and gentlemen. Just it's consent. That That's it. Just consent. So really you know? quick before we get out of here, do you oh, have God. any uh, tips you want to give people oh, yeah. for the next time oh, that yeah, they go? That they're at the club? The next time that they go. Oh. Like a patron. Oh. Oh, um, come with money. Yes. Cash. Don't. People are like, how can I ball it on a budget? You cannot. Don't try. <laughs> we will be mad. So what's, what's a good <laughs> amount? What is a good amount for someone to bring? I would say it's very 
Oh, don't don't worry about singles. Oh, okay. They'll make change for you. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. You know. oh, or yeah. or in most places, like a lap dance is twenty bucks. Like you don't even need fucking singles. Like oh. if you want to make it rain on stage, you could do that. Yeah. Um, I would say, be prepared to spend a hundred dollars per person after cover, right? Because that's gonna be two drinks and a few lap dances and some tips on stage, and that'll maybe last you an hour. Okay, All right, well, bucks. you're yeah. Right. Y'all spend more than that <laughs> on your weed every week. So. Broke. Go after payday. Don't go broke. Don't go broke. And if you do go broke, don't waste the women's time, right? There if is. a woman comes over and talks to you, be polite and say, you know what? You are beautiful. I cannot spend any money right now. I am just waiting for my boy to get out of VIP. There it is. And guys. we'll probably tell you to fuck off, does but that at happen? least we're not wasting our time. But does that happen? <laughs> of course, every night. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, guys. We have spent another oh hour. I'm sorry, I talked my face off. Oh no, love. No, thank you. No, no. You know what? It just invite. It's it's an invitation to come back because yeah. this is Thanks. good information. This is good conversation. I want to thank you guys for this platform to oh, talk yeah. about all this shit because it's important. And I really, you know, I respect what you guys are doing. Not even here, but with just your whole show. People talking about. They're like how they love and how yeah. they fuck and how they live. That's thank good. you. We need thank to talk. You. Thank you. Well, Thank you, Katie. About it. Thank you, Katie. Um, do you want to give out any handles or any apps? Just um, come to the rally, iwd18.org. Yeah. Or if you're in another city, if you want to find out more about SESTA, Survivors Against SESTA, that's S-E-S-T-A.org. Um, yeah, great resources on that website. Really, really good resources there. But come to our March, awesome. June 2nd. Come, it's really important. Come to the rally, guys. Okay. Um, all the information will be and it's on a celebration. our Instagram. It's Lifestyles of Love underscore. Yeah. Um, and we want to thank you so much. And we want to thank Miss Finas E. Carice for having always. us once again. And we'll see you uh, next week. This is the end of the edition of Lifestyles of Love. Thank you, ladies. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.